Welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today we have Miss Gannett, one of our counselors, and Miss Holmes Fuller, our postgrad coordinator, talking with us about all things related to college visits, uh, the importance of them, what to pay attention to, the do's and don'ts, and when to start. Just a reminder, we are always here as a resource for you, um, and happy listening. Awesome. Well, today, Pumas, we have one of our high school awesome. counselors, Miss Gannett, joining us and our postgrad coordinator, Miss Holmes Fuller. I feel like you all know who these amazing humans are, but we are talking about the importance of campus visits and just want to dive in and give you some tips um, for how to have a successful time throughout your research process, especially when it comes to campus visits. So uh, Miss Gannett, what are some ideas for students that are not able to fly or go out of state to look at schools? Well, in my dream world, um, I would say, I, my dream would be that every junior visited one to three colleges before they meet with their counselor and their family to create their draft list, which happens in January or February of their junior year. So that would mean ninth, 10th, and our 11th graders visiting even locally. We've got so many great college right in the state of Colorado. If you have grandparents or family or friends who live in Denver, how about checking out CU Denver or Metro? They're both on the same campus. And it's a great example of a green school that's large. Um, you could see right, you know, a couple minutes away is DU, University of Denver, and that's a great example of a medium school in a big city, which is blue, a blue school. Um, Colorado College isn't so far away, just down in Colorado Springs. That's a great example of a small liberal arts and sciences school that's more selective. We would call that a double black Um it's really a unique program that's on the block plan. So it means you take one class at a time. But even if you don't like the block plan, just seeing a school of that size compared to a great school like CU or CSU, both of which are great examples of green schools or blue schools, depending on your grades and your major um, that are really nearby. So that, that would be my dream is that kids are really getting on campuses. My concern is during the pandemic, we really haven't been able to take our kids. And normally we would take all of our ninth graders on one college visit and all of our 10th graders and our 11th graders would normally go to one or two colleges. Um, so if you're visiting or if it's a break or something, just getting on a college campus really can help your child see what's out there um, and really feel the differences between different sizes. Awesome. And then we are lucky to have Ms. Holmes Fuller. She's a former college admissions rep. So from the college side of things, what are some things that our students and families can do to have a successful college visit? That's such a great question. And um, I think the first thing to remember is that colleges really want you to have a great visit experience. Um, because of that, they invest a lot of resources in providing ways for you to have a successful visit. They often have campus visit coordinators. Um, first off, schedule your visit if you can. 
Um, as far in advance, if you look on the website, if you call the admission office, um, by searching the word visit, it's as simple as that on their website, you can actually find what they offer. It may be a specific visit day. It may be just finding a calendar and clicking on the day that you are going to visit. Um, you will see what they have to offer. Some schools will offer a lot of things, such as meeting with a professor, sitting in on a class, maybe even spending the night. Ask to try to do anything and everything that you want to do. The worst thing that they can say is, no, we don't offer that, or no, that's not possible today. Um, I don't necessarily recommend reaching out to professors or coaches on your own. Um, it's because they're most likely going to reach back to the admission office and say, hi, this student from Colorado said that they're coming to the school and that they want to meet with me. Do you know anything about them? And if the admission office has already told you no, it's just going to frustrate the admission office. So rather than doing that, especially if it's going to be the person reading your admissions file, um, go through the admissions office first. Now, if you are going through a small town and you see a college, you think, oh, wow, I've never heard of that college. Let's go and visit. Um, and you do happen to stop by, let the admission office know you're there. Um, they might not be able to roll out the red carpet that they would be able to if you had planned in advance, and they were able to be ready for your visit, um, but they can provide you with any resources that they have. That might be a self-guided tour. Maybe it's just tickets to a game that they have going on on campus, or maybe it's tickets to go eat for free in the meal hall. Um, but if it's a school that tracks demonstrated interest, letting them know that you're there can be points in your favor. Um, but definitely letting the college give have the best chance to really show you around and use their resources is a really good opportunity. Um, some colleges have specific visit days like open houses, visits that are for specific academic areas. And those are a really great opportunity for you to go and see lots of different resources in one specific day. Um, other schools just do a tour, um, an admissions talk, and those are offered every single day at specific times. Um, if you can register for those in advance, especially with um, everything going on with um, space limitations due to the pandemic, that's a really great way to plan it ahead and be ready to let the college let you see what they want you to see. Yeah. Awesome. And then another thing too, like what are some things that the students and families can uh, pay attention to on a campus visit? Sometimes it's so overwhelming and it goes by really fast. Or what are, what are like four or five things our families can do when on a campus tour or visit? Yeah, well, as I just said, hopefully you sign up for a tour and admission stocks ahead of going. Um, so you're going to hear from students and admission staff who are paid by the college but I really encourage you to talk to students who are not paid by the admissions office. Um, maybe it's when you are walking around, going from your car to the admissions office, talk to a student, ask for directions. Um, my mom loved to do that for me when I was touring many colleges as a high school student. It was humiliating, but it really gave an opportunity for me to see whether the school was welcoming to students, whether they gave directions or actually walked us to the building. Um, it's also helpful to find places on campus, such as the student center, maybe a coffee shop on campus or near campus, places where you might actually see yourself studying, eating, living life, not just the actual physical classroom spaces. Look around those spaces, see if there's big lecture halls, if it's small discussion-based classes. Are they places where you see yourself actually learning, hanging out, going to student groups? Um, you might not see a lot of these spaces when you're on campus tour, so it's okay after your tour to just peek around, see how much access you actually have to see the campus building. While you're doing that and while you're on tour, 
pause, read the posters that are pasted around the campus, stop and look at the bulletin boards in the academic buildings, read the research posters, see what kind of research is happening, look at the facilities, do they pay attention to the landscaping? Um, what pride do they have in their facilities? Um, it's also really important to eat the food. Often families laugh when I say that, um, but you wanna see what it's going to be like when you're eating the same food, maybe two or three times a day for seven days a week. It'll get a monotonous no matter what, but what kind of options do they have? Do they meet their, your dietary needs? And then also, no matter what your style is, take notes, however it works best for you. Um, what, what do you like? What do you not like? What was really interesting? What did what really surprised you? Um, find your way to track that. Maybe it's using a spreadsheet that will provide you during the CRS class. Maybe it's just jotting down on the brochure that every school is going to give you. Maybe it's just jotting down some notes and taking pictures with your phone. Miss um, Gannett and Miss Campbell actually do a great thing whenever they tour a campus visit. Miss Gannett actually takes a picture of something on her phone that says the college name and then takes lots and lots of pictures of the college campus. And then the next college campus that she visits, she takes something else that says the college name again. So then when she tracks back through, she can tell which college it is. First time I visited a college with her, I saw that and thought that was brilliant. And what a neat way to be able to go back and think, oh, what school was it that had that really strange sculpture? Ah, looking through the camera. I see it. That's great. I love that. <laughs> awesome. Really, really good tips. Um, Ms. Gannett, how can this become a fun opportunity for our kids and our families? What are some tips to make it fun and enjoyable? Well, first thing, thanks for asking, Ms. Creek. I just feel like if seeing too many colleges at once is just not fun. So um, the number of kids we see who come back after college visits, this isn't all kids, but many will come back and say, oh, what, you know, we saw nine colleges in a row and and they can't even really remember which one they liked, like back to what Ms. Holmes Fuller said, notes are good. But really for us to help families, we really just need to know one college that they saw or one program that they saw that they liked and maybe some that they didn't. They don't need to see you know, 23 colleges. Um, so I think that's it. Part of making it fun is not doing too many on any given trip and maybe integrating it into a trip you'd already had planned. Maybe you're going skiing in the mountains. And so why don't you go see Western University? Because it's in Gunnison, right next to Crested Butte. Or maybe you're going to see grandparents in Fort Collins. We'll go see CSU. It's fabulous. Um, it's not as important of where you're going as that you're just getting on college campuses. We have a 10th grade family who just went to um, do a family trip in Las Vegas. Their child has no interest in attending school in Las Vegas, but they got on University of Las Vegas just as a great example of a bigger school and their child actually learned a lot. So not doing too many visits. I think more than two visits in any given day is way too much. Um, and I think for, for many kids, more than two to four visits on a whole college trip is too many. Um, and integrating fun things like maybe try to see a sporting event on campus or in the area that you're in or seeing some music or really wandering around the town because getting a feel for the town is great as well. 
Um, I would also recommend trying your best to see colleges when there are students there. Seeing colleges in the summer is good, but again, the number of people who come back to us and say, oh, the campus was just dead. Yeah, it's going to be pretty dead over the holidays. It's going to be pretty dead if the college is on spring break. So make sure they're not on spring break. Often their spring break is not necessarily our spring break, but it can be. Um, so if you have to go during the summer, check in with your counselor or any one of us and we can be creative about how we have you see and maybe meet students, wander into a coffee shop. I know it can be weird, but try to either eavesdrop on what kids are talking about or strike up a conversation with someone in the coffee shop. Do you like this school? What are you majoring in? Do you know anyone from Colorado at this school? Um, all those kinds of things can sort of help you get through the marketing and really get a vibe of the campus. We had a student a couple years ago who, when they went on any college visit, they said hi to every single kid they saw on the pathways and smiled. They actually were curious how friendly the students were. And so they wanted to see if they were gonna respond or not. Um, it sounds little, but it really helped the student get a, get a feel for how friendly the college college was in itself. So trying to visit maybe on PD days, trying to visit maybe before the college is out for summer. Many colleges are out by early May. So being mindful, maybe taking a long weekend, maybe going to see two colleges in Denver on a Monday when we have a PD day. So you know there'll be students on campus. I think that'd be great. Another thing I would just caution people is if, if you have a child who's interested in a really different culture or weather like the Northwest, I would caution you on visiting in the summer. Portland, Seattle, beautiful and sunny in July. Uh, we also wanna make sure your child likes rain. So maybe visiting in February would give them a better sense of what the difference would be like. Um, I don't think you need to say you're visiting until junior year. Our juniors are pretty stressed out sometimes already by school. So it's not going to add any fun to put more stress and more pressure on our juniors to sort of do it all junior year. So that's why we do not think it's too early to start visiting colleges as early as ninth and 10th grade. Um, I also want to remind families that there is no need to feel pressure to visit all schools your child is considering applying to before they apply. We realize this process is really expensive. Um, so that's why even seeing our local schools is awesome. Um, and many of our students will see a couple schools and then apply to whatever number, you know, between three and 10 schools that they're going to apply to and then see where they get in and go visit after they've gotten their financial package as well. 
they have great college visits during that time. Often they're called accepted college visits, accepted student visits. And that can give your child an amazing just glimpse into the culture and actually meet some of the other students who might go to that school. So, so that's another way of visiting that doesn't, it doesn't all have to be done up front. Those are a great place to meet your roommate too. Yeah. And I think another question I love to ask current college students is like, what's one thing that you would change or one thing that you're not happy with at this school? And it just kind of gives them a, a chance to share that perspective and um, sets it apart from like all the nice marketing materials and, and admissions tours. So all of this said and done, obviously it still can be a challenge. And now, especially with the pandemic, um, Ms. Holmes Fuller, can you share some things that students can be doing like virtual resources, online resources that um, students can take advantage of, you know, throughout this year and into next year? Yeah, I think, you know, one tiny good thing that's come out of the last, you know, almost two years is that colleges have really had to up their game with virtual tours and the resources that they have for virtual visits. Um, almost every college has had to create really good virtual tours. Um, some colleges actually have student tour guides who are live and on campus and they will take their cell phone and take students one-on-one -on -one out and they will leave students who are sitting in their classroom or sitting on their bed at home or sitting in their um, armchair and the student who's on their college campus will lead that student on a tour just like they were there in person and they will show the student anything that they want to see. Um, other colleges just have some really good uh, drone tours, um, other resources like that. A lot of colleges are still doing virtual programming, um, so it's still kind of the same look and feel. Um, a lot of colleges are mailing virtual uh, reality headsets that are, you stick your smartphone into it. Um, if you don't have a smartphone, um, the library um, here at Peak to Peak does have something you can borrow um, to try to see. And so you can actually still get kind of a bit of the look and feel of visiting the campus from, from our Peak to Peak campus. Um, and there's a lot of really neat things out there for that. Um, a lot of colleges, you can also just Google a day in the life at X college and see some of the not both admissions and non-admissions created video content. Take some of that with a grain of salt. Um, also looking at some of the reviews, look at the dates to see when it was created, whether it was pre-pandemic, during the pandemic. Um, obviously look at who's providing that content. Um, and then there's also the ability where you can look at some of the social media to see kind of the geotags to see what's happening near those schools, just to see what the students are doing for fun. What are the student groups? What are the activities? Um, and then I always look at the geo or not geotags, excuse me, the Yelp reviews of some of the restaurants and coffee shops nearby. What are the relationships like with the town and the college students? Um, are there college coffee shops nearby? Are there places where the locals complain about all the college kids? Or are there places where they're so excited when the college students come back from after the summer? Um, those are a really good way where even from the, um, your own home or your classroom here at Peak to Peak, where you can kind of get a bit of a taste and feel for what the college is like. Um, and then also there are a variety of college um, tour videos that I've shared out in the counseling update a few times that the colleges put together for college day. Um, so I'm happy to share those out if you ever want to send me an email. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, 
I had a student where we had to map Chipotle, how far Chipotle was from all of the schools. And that makes sense, right? Because that's his favorite restaurant. That's that's important to look at the maps. So I actually used to include that in my spiel for Colorado students, um, where I had to include that when I worked for an Iowa school to say yeah. that closest Chipotle is here. Yeah. Um, and the Iowa people thought I was crazy, but it worked. No, it's important information, people. <laughs> The last two things I'd like to just remind you guys, it, whoever's listening to this, is that we're always here to help. And if you guys are going anywhere, if you're you know, able to travel at last and see family or friends um, either in or out of state, please reach out to any of us in the College Counseling Center. We're actually really happy to help you plan a trip and say, okay, wow, well, if you're going to the Northwest, maybe you could fly into Seattle and see this college and fly out of Portland and see this college, right? We're really happy. There might be, there are a lot of colleges out there that a lot of people haven't heard of, haven't thought of. And our ideal is that you visit different kinds of college. So maybe one big one and one medium or smaller one, one in a city, one outside of a city, something like that. We also have a lot of incredible peak-to-peak -peak students attending these universities. So it might even be that you're going to visit a college in upstate New York and we have a student there. So wouldn't it be great if we could connect you with that student? I had a student meet up with a student we have at NYU last week during Thanksgiving break and it was really great that they could, and he gave them an incredible tour. It was fabulous. So we can't always promise that, but we certainly can try. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Holmes Fuller and Ms. Gannett. And uh, this is our second ever podcast recording. So thanks for listening and happy visiting. <laughs>